welcome to the Women Who Can podcast, and more importantly, the Business Boss Lady series. Over the next six weeks, you are in for a treat, as I have had the pleasure in interviewing some of the most incredible powerhouse women in the entrepreneur space that we live in. Together, we chat through their confident stories, what held them back at the beginning of their journey, and how they went from the woman who can to the woman who has. So buckle up because you are in for an empowering, inspiring and sensational ride. And me, as your host, Becky, I cannot wait to share their stories with you. So let's do this. On the podcast today, I have the beautiful Carly Tabor. Now, Carly is a pretty special person to me because she was actually my first business coach and took me by the hand and led me into what I can now call a very successful business. Carly helps coaches, healers, and health professionals to create an online business of consistent clients, income, and work-life balance. She uses a mix of marketing, mindset, and strategy to help her clients start and scale to those 10K plus months and achieve the impact and freedom they are meant for. When she's not coaching, you'll find Carly at yoga, drinking coconuts at the beach, and enjoying the amazing foodie scene in Bali. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Women Who Can. I am so excited to have another incredible woman here with me today, and that is Carly. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation. I know it's been a long time, but for those, um, just to let you uh, let you know a little bit about our journey together, Carly was actually my very first business coach. She took me hand she took my hand and probably was quite a big shoulder to cry on through the journey of me starting my business so yeah this is going to be such a great chat and I'm so thankful and grateful for you to be here today um so if you want to give a little introduction to who you are and what you do just for everyone listening yeah sure okay so I am a business coach for ambitious female service-based entrepreneurs like yourself. So typically that's coaches and healers and wellness professionals. And I really help them to launch, um, attract clients, be getting to those 10K plus months so they can really quit their jobs and build a soul aligned business that and life that they absolutely love. Um, And we do that through a mix of soulful strategy, authentic marketing, and of course the energy and mindset work. Yes, such a big, such a big thing. And that brings me very nicely into the first bit of the the interview, which is all to do with mindset. Um, Mm -hmm. So important and, you know, something that we have to work on all the time, you know, no matter what level we are. And I think I remember you saying, Beck, new level, new devil. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And that literally sticks with me every time I up level to something new. Um, But yeah, so who was the girl? I say girl, I mean you, um, kind of who started her business and how was her mindset different to how, you know, you are today and, and that kind of growth and that journey? Yeah, such a juicy question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like how much time? <laughs> yeah, who, I mean, who was she? She was, she was eager and she was so hungry to make it work and she was so driven 
to get out of the grind. Like she was so not having that, that nine to five, that, um, that corporate life and just living to society's expectations. I think, you know, she'd spent her um, early 20s climbing the corporate ladder, ticking the boxes of, you know, down to living in the, the specific suburb and all that kind of stuff. And it was great for a couple of years, but then she realized that she wanted so much more. So I think, yeah, she was just eager to create a life that, um, you know, she loved rather than what was right on paper. How, how is my mindset different now? Um, and I, I think I didn't realize it at the time, but the girl who started her business, I think her mindset was that she had to show up more perfect. And now I think I show up in a way that's more authentic and, and that's not always pretty, but it allows me to live in alignment with my values and grow and actually through that make more impact and income anyway. Yeah, so I think from that space, how is my mindset different today? I think I, and this all just comes through the practice and the experience. It's like, I worry less. I trust in myself more. I trust in the process and that everything is evolving as it's meant to and I'm more confident in who I am and what I offer um, and yeah just owning my truth more I think coming from a more um, sort of spiritual and intentional and heart-centered space which is what feels authentic to me rather than you know processes that others swear by which I think in the early days we can kind of look to with shiny object syndrome and think that that's going to be the quick fix or the answer whereas now it's about like you know less about proving my worth and embodying my work and letting that attract the soulmate clients and you know yeah 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 I love that and I think that's very much you know it brings me back to how I was when I first started because it's very much like the you want to know the how it's always about the how the how the how you know how do we do this how do we do that and actually when you start to live into that truth that is aligned with you that's when the magic starts to happen because it comes from like a path of least resistance doesn't it yeah absolutely absolutely yeah I not agree more and when you kind of first started what was your biggest I suppose limiting belief for you when you first started that you had to bust yeah I don't know that there was one that kind of um Actually, I was going to say, I don't know that there was one that stopped me from getting started, but yeah, <laughs> there wasn't an <laughs> <it> evolved. <laughs> um, for me, I'd say it was around money. And that goes back to my childhood. And that was like one of my fears, like fear of lack of abundance. That was something that I experienced as a child. So um, I was very driven to ensure that I was never in that situation again or myself. Um, so it served me very well because it allowed me to, um, you know, create a successful corporate career. But then it got to a point where it no longer served me and absolutely became a limiting belief. Um, one in that, I guess, it um, the limiting belief was possibly around um, not so much how much money I could make, but yeah, I guess whether whether I could replace my corporate income. So, yeah, around money mindset, how much money could I actually make on my own, not in a corporate job? And, yeah, how yeah. much and could I do it? Yeah, and I think that's it, that's just so big, isn't it, at the start? It's 
that taking the leap and really moving into that from going from a job and moving into kind of your own business and and that belief you know there's so many people that post about that kind of going through that too don't they yeah yeah absolutely and I think you know I act when I started I think I still had that limiting belief um you know I still wasn't sure that I'd be able to replace my corporate salary but I was so um driven and um yeah driven by the desire to create a life that I really love that really like fueled that fire in my heart that it got to the point where I didn't care about the money I just wanted to feel deeply happy and on purpose so yeah I guess that's an important thing to note as well when I got started that limiting belief was still there and I I was willing to let go of the corporate salary in like pursuit of something more important yeah definitely and definitely more important I love that what's what's one of the mindset practices that you kind of still do today you know maybe your favorite I know there's so many that we can do um, and why is that your favorite mm, do you mean a, a mindset practice that I have been doing since the start um it can be or just one that you pref- like like to do at the moment that really does help with your mindset yeah yeah okay I think so much of it comes down to, I mean, I like to say that I have a, I get bored easily. Mm -hmm. So I say that I have a toolbox of practices and I kind of pick out whichever is going to serve me best for that day. And really it's just about having an overall mindfulness approach. Um, Not so much as having a practice at like 20 minutes at the start of the day, but um, so that it's really about the way that I show up throughout the whole day and so the practices that I do that allow me to kind of show up in that way uh yoga journaling like journaling is probably the most constant one journaling for goal and intention setting and reflection and self inquiry um and even doing that from the reflection and inquiry perspective doing the um in a child healing and like that's one thing to propel you forward rapidly just a bit Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love what else do I do for mindset you know mindset practice like honestly dance meditation breath work like clearing my space space with um sage or palo santo spending time in nature I do so many different things say journaling is probably the most constant but so many yeah and definitely in a child I literally just had the same conversation like when that came up for me I was like wow (laughs) like such a big thing to like it's not scary at all but it was just such the biggest release that I had um during the whole kind of mindset work that I've done so far anyway yeah yeah absolutely lovely lovely inner child yes oh my gosh that's the whole practice sending love to to her (laughs) yeah (laughs) I love you (laughs) yeah absolutely I think we can do the we can practice gratitude and do the affirmations and you know that stuff can help us move forward but we're still going to be carrying the heavy weight of that wounded inner child so it's like okay go there and do that and then that'll propel you forward even if you don't do the gratitude and the affirmations and the goal setting stuff yeah definitely yeah just even starting with that that's so true how do you think you stepped into i call it the c ceo mindset but whatever that looks like to you um what was kind of the steps into that was that when you left your corporate job or where was that in on your journey 
Hmm. How did, where did it happen? Mm -mm -mm. I think it's, it's been an evolution in that in some senses, I think it was there from the get-go, just in the having the, having the sort of self-belief or um, deciding to take action in spite of the fears. Yes. in spite of the challenges that were ahead. And I think because that's inevitable, it's like when we're getting started, yeah, we're going to have those fears, but it's like do it anyway. So in some respects, I think it was there from the get-go. Um, when I begun to learn lessons, I think along the way with each lesson comes better embodiment of that CEO role and, yeah. and mindset. So I think, you know, with each, at each level, it was like proof that I can do something. You know, when I started to sustain 5K plus month, then 10K plus month and, you know, hitting six figures when I replaced my corporate salary, um, I'd reflect and go, whoa, I've done it. I've done it. I'm, and it's, it's almost in a bit of disbelief, but it's proud and the proof's there when you look back and it's consistent. And so those were... I guess, pivotal moments that allowed me to really have those mindset upgrades. I think things like, um, and just like learning that you don't have to, to do it all and, you know, be a one man band and do everything and feeling um, empowered enough to start outsourcing and yeah, doing things like that. Yeah. I love that upgrade, upgrading the mindset, but yeah, that's such a big thing, isn't it? It's, it's just, it's the journey as well as the, I don't think there's ever a destination really, is there? Because the next journey that we go on, we then up level and then there's new things to take on. So it, yeah, I love that you said that every time the mindset upgrade and definitely the, the proof is such a great thing to look back on. And I know you made me do this so, so often <laughs> um, to kind of go, you were like, right, go and reflect on what you've done. <laughs> Know, yeah. what you've achieved so far it's such an important practice but that I think a lot of us forget to do don't we yeah and I think you know it's, it's not until that you do that that you you realize that maybe you actually people might say oh you know I want to be I want to be the CEO or whatever but because maybe that's what they hear on social media but it's like you actually already are yeah. you're already embodying so many of those principles let's go back and look at that let's celebrate that and when you feel that then you know you're there yeah it's so true it's so true what's the one thing you wish you'd you'd known I suppose when you first began this journey or business journey is there anything that you wish you had yeah you know what I think for the most part I'm honestly glad that I didn't know what I didn't know so it's just if I didn't know it, it taught me a lesson. And if I knew that I'd have to go through what I've been through, not that every, like, I mean, not that it's been particularly like, traumatic or anything like that, but had I been able to see in the future, maybe I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. And I would never change it. Like I love where I'm at. Um, but yeah, there's obviously sacrifices that you have to make. And I think maybe the smaller, selfish, younger part of myself would have rathered to continue playing it small and not, not go through the, like, you know, not, not have to do that inner work to build up the self-worth and 
um, you know, deal with guilt of not being able to give time to certain people or the jealousy from others and outgrowing relationships and stuff like that. Like, that's hard. If I knew that I was going to have to experience those things, maybe I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, true. And I, that, that's pretty much anyone who I've interviewed so far, that's been their answer. And I think that's just so empowering, you know, that we have to go through these things to grow through these things. And no matter what we go through, it's, it's always a lesson, you know, it's never a failure. It's always a lesson. And I always say that. And I just think that's so powerful to, to hear. Cause I think a lot of the time you're like, Oh, well, if I'd known this strategy and if I'd known this, but you know, actually it's, it's your journey, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't regret any of it. I don't, like, I'm actually so grateful. Like, I'm grateful for the challenges um, and for the, the hard days and times as well. Like, it's, it's all worth it and it's all why we are where we are at any given point in time. Um, so, yeah, I think if I had to pick one thing, it would probably be investing in yourself and your business and that that always pays dividends. Um, yes. I think that was something I was probably scared to or nervous about in the early days um but again that was a lesson that I was able to learn through making the investment myself and then realizing how powerful it was so so true yeah. so true and that's quite a big like it is a scary position to be in and you know especially when you when you first start when you know you're like oh I don't actually know where this money's going to come in from but you know we'll do it anyway and that was definitely my you know having that support and that guidance was just the best thing that I could have done at the time that I did so yeah definitely investing you did an amazing job at diving right in <laughs> I was like I'm in <laughs> done yeah <laughs> no yeah, no catch up call yeah <laughs> I didn't go away and think about it did I um no what do you um and I use this in the loosest of terms but what would be uh -huh. your kind of biggest so-called failure inverted commas failure um and what did you learn from it kind of tying nicely in from what we've just spoke about mm. uh yeah you know i i also don't really believe in failure i think it's always a lesson unless you unless you give up then you know right. then it kind of yeah um but i guess because failure on the journey so far I'd actually say would be staying at my old job mm. um like staying there for too long and and not starting sooner and even um when I moved to Bali I still I consulted to my old company two days a week and I was paid really well for that and it gave me this um I guess financial cushioning that kind of squashed my fire to really build my business because I was in such a comfort zone um, that it created complacency as well. Um, so, yeah, staying in the job, like, I think that actually held me back and um, delayed my growth and entrepreneurial success, if you want to call it that. Yeah. And I think when you don't have, yeah. you, you know, like definitely, well, and I know COVID has actually done this for a lot of people, <laughs> that they haven't really had the choice to have that comfort. And it's like, well, I'm all in. And, you know, that was definitely something that happened to me. And that the, the time that that happened was, you know, one of my biggest months so far, wasn't it? So it really was a bit of a moment where you go, wow, like, yeah, this is, I, I keep going back to the comfort, but actually when you do get, 
comfortable with being uncomfortable, um, that's when the magic starts to happen, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I think they, like, I know when we had that conversation when you're in that place and um, like, it's just the universe literally kind of creating your future for you. It's like, right, I know you're ready for it and you're not going to do it. So I'm going to serve it up here for you. <laughs> I've got it on a plate. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> because I went through a similar, like the, the, I had been saying that I was going to let that go for months. And I, I think even um, the day the conversation was had, so I, the company had been going through rounds of redundancies. And so that's what happened to me as well. I was a corporate, um, like a, a contractor. So obviously quite easy to let go to. I don't even know how I made it to one of the last few rounds, but I'd been saying for so long, like, I'm going to quit today. Da, da, da. Yeah, as I said, I'm pretty sure I said it that morning. And then they said, oh, like, can we have a conversation? And I just knew it was happening. And I didn't even feel sick because I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, like thank God. Thank it's God you did it for me because I wasn't <laughs> yeah. going to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and similarly to you, I think that's, you know, when you're quite worried at, like, in the months that followed that, I more than doubled my income. And that was the year that I replaced my corporate salary plus some and was able to actually really move forward and build that solid business where now I do work less and I actually love what I do when I'm working with solo line clients. But like, I had to have that forced upon me. Oh, yeah. And sometimes we do, you know, there's a lot of times, there's a lot of times where you have to go through things that are so uncomfortable. And I think sometimes just being tricked in the deep end sometimes is the best way <laughs> to handle that, um, you know, and to get through that and push through that. And then look back and be like, wow, again, going back to, you know, looking at what we've created um, and achieved, you know, having that moment where you're like, God, thank God that happened. <laughs> you know, um, what would you say was the kind of most pivotal moment for you? And I suppose going from the woman who can to the woman who has. I still think it kind of goes back to the start. Like for me, I think when I think about like the most pivotal moment in in my life, it was really, and you might relate to this, moving to Australia, um, the most pivotal moment was saying, saying no to my, my corporate job and salary and moving to Bali and just going, like following my heart. Um, I feel like that's the most pivotal moment in some senses. And then I guess um, going from the woman who can to the woman who has, um, you know, while, I wholeheartedly believe that money doesn't make you happy. Um, I think when I did replace my corporate salary and have maintained that since, that was kind of the proof I needed to, and it's, you know, it doesn't matter <laughs> if you want to make less money, that's totally fine. But um, I think for me that really felt true in my body that was like, okay, I can do this. I don't have to go back to, you know, working for someone else and I have done it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's the, you know, one of the biggest, uh, I mean, I'll probably be here for, for four or five hours if I say what the biggest takeaway of us working together was. But um, I think one of the biggest things for me when I started working with you was, I think you were, I remember you saying one day, like, we have to start living the life that we want to, to kind of move into. And the reason why we're doing this business, and I know that 
that really sings in your message is, you know, creating that space and time for you to go and sit in a coffee shop. Like I always used to get so jealous of sitting in coffee shops. And I remember saying, I can't wait to do this. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. having that, having that acting as if and having that belief that you already have that and you already have that freedom and that, you know, incredibleness in your life. I just loved that so much. Yeah, I think yeah, that's something that I've been very passionate about from the get-go. And yeah, it's being and embodying and living as as your as your sort of in again in um in quotation marks like the your future successful self and yeah like going to the beach at lunchtime you know taking Friday morning off or taking any morning off like yeah. doing <laughs> living as as that you know whatever your goal is um because that that for me is the success um and that's all that money facilitates it like allows you to do what you want with your time so, so yeah it's like live live your day live your life like doing what you want to do with who you want to do when you want to do where you want to do it um, because that is the energy of success and abundance and that will come back to you tenfold. I love that. I love that. Um, and this probably goes into this, but what's the kind of biggest myth that you would love to bust in the entrepreneur world since you've been in it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mm -mm -mm. I'd love to say so many things about money. Um, mm -mm -mm. For early stage entrepreneurs, I think, there is a myth that like being busy will make you successful, but it won't. And I have many women come to me and they're like, you know, I'm, I'm doing all the things and I'm posting every day and, you know, but they're stuck in Canva creating graphics or something and they're, they're stuck being busy because they think they have to be busy about, you know, what you really want to be doing and what the reality is is that when you focus on the revenue generating tasks and being in the right energy and, and of the right mindset, that's what's going to make you successful. Yeah. Um, not that. being busy. What is the saying? Um, like being busy is not a badge of honour. And yeah. I think so much of this um, being busy comes from a place of workaholism, which is, it's like any other addiction or compulsion. and it comes from a place of not not being enough and needing to prove yourself and get um, approval from other people. And when we deal with that, then we realise that we don't have to be busy. So true. I like sitting here, I nodded my head because I was definitely the girl who spent four hours in Canva. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love Canva. <laughs> no, when oh, I think no. it's... <laughs> not anymore um but yeah I just I love that I think that's so so important for people to hear and especially you know starting up when you feel like you have to be everywhere and do everything and be on every single platform because this coach has said go on LinkedIn and this coach has said go on Instagram and Facebook and now TikTok and whatever do reels and it can get so much can't it, it can get so busy in your mind um but actually moving the needle was one thing that you always used to say to me you know the moving the needle tasks and how can we really tap into that more so so I love that yeah yeah absolutely it doesn't have to be as hard as you think it has to be and it doesn't have you know you don't have to do it all you don't have to work 24 7 um yeah focus yeah. like focus on 
getting like creating consistency and focusing on profitability you know like there's also (laughs) this can this can be um something that happens on a small level but also there are businesses and and coaches out there who openly talk about having a a million dollar plus business but you know they might be making 1.2 mil but they've got one mil in expenses they've only actually made 200k profit and it's just like well what actually what matters to you how much how much do you want to make and yeah you can have a lean business you don't need and be successful and also make that much money without having to be busy and burn out and lose your soul Right, to wrap up, it's been amazing to speak to you, but three fun facts about you. Mm. (laughs) Everyone's favourite question. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Um, Fun facts, I dance around my house a lot. Um, In my bedroom, in the shower, I, like, it just... (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That's what I secretly do in my own time. It really, I think it shifts stagnant energy and gets me into a really high vibe. Um, I love dancing. Um, It's actually something that has really come out of this year and and COVID and um, isolation or whatever you want to call it. I didn't, we haven't really had to isolate here, but yes, spending more time at home. I dance a lot. Um, you know this. I swear a lot in real life. <laughs> Our first meeting, we were like, oh, I'm so glad you swear too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think you said something like, can I swear on here? Yeah. Um, I think you were like, fuck, I'm excited. And I was like, she's my girl. <laughs> I love that. Um, and you were like, sorry. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> As you were. <laughs> Um, not something I'm proud of. So I really, um, I don't, I try not to portray that, but I think it's more, the more comfortable I am with someone, the more likely I am to drop an F-bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's another fun thing? I'm double jointed in my shoulders. So I can mean not so well these days, but like when I was a kid, I could skip with my arms. Ew. Oh God, I can't bear that. <laughs> Yeah, whenever I just do it accidentally sometimes and people see it, they're like, oh my God, stop. That's hilarious. You should go on, uh, or I think there was one on America's Got Talent that was doing that the other day I was watching. God. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, so yeah. I love that. I love all of those. And thank you so much for joining me. Can you tell anyone and everyone where they can find you um, and you know what, anything you want to share with them? Yeah, uh, you can find me at either carlytaber.com, that's my website, and then over on Instagram, it's at carlytaber, C-A-R-L-Y-T-A-B-E-R. And yeah, I would love to connect and answer any questions and um, yeah, support. Sounds good. I'll put everything in the show notes anyway, so you can just click on down and um, go and visit. But thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure um, and a nice catch up, to be honest. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was filled with takeaways, but I think one of the biggest things for me was to always know that the universe is creating your future. 
we just have to let go and trust, don't we? (laughs) Something I am putting into practice right now in my business and I hope you are too. Now, if you've enjoyed today's podcast or any other of the Business Boss Lady podcasts, make sure you're sharing them on social media and tagging me in. And if you want to leave a rating or review, I would appreciate it so much. Make sure you check out next week. It's our last one in the series and I'll see you then. Bye.